You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. Greetings and welcome to this episode of The Big Review Ski. I am not Owen Doherty. Yeah, I, I'm not sitting over there. What? I, I don't want to say anything. I'm up is down, down is up, your own. What's going You're on? You're Justine, yeah. I'm Paul. What's happening? It's a free for all. <laughs> well, own, own. I'm Rory. <laughs> <laughs> this is Justine and Paul. This and is an think. own free show. We think. <laughs> this an is own free zone. Yes. <laughs> Free zone. That's good. I, like I that. appreciate zone. it. Yeah, so we can, good. like, we could do whatever we want for the next like, hour. Yeah, it feels like as long as it involves cinema. Okay. Oh, Still boundaries. Still yeah, I was boundaries. thinking we could have literally done anything. It's yeah. like when the teacher's away at yeah. school and you have a substitute in. But like, then ah! we wheel in the TV, but we have one here, so <laughs> yeah. it's already there. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, but this is going to be fun. It's, well, we Our hope. carnage. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> Our carnage. We do have specific things we have to talk about, because coming up we've got Lou Ferregno. <gasps> the original Incredible Hulk is, is on the show. And one of the best men in, of any best man in cinema. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We've got, uh, we've got a lot to review this week as well. We've also got some lovely tickets to Omniplex. And the thing I want to talk about straight off the bat is we've got tickets to give away to the premiere of It Chapter 2. Have you seen It Chapter 1? No. You have. I have. And you were like me, you were a big fan. I was a really big fan. Surprisingly, I loved just the story arc of the group of the Losers Club more than I loved the horror scenes. Mm. So I actually kind of wanted to stay with them, kind of mm. their Stand By Me vibe. It was really scary as well, but I actually thought as just as the characters alone was great. Yeah, but that's a good thing yeah. about horror is that like, you actually want them to be alive yeah. at the end. I mean, it makes Derry I mean, look good. Yeah, which is yeah. hard to do. It really is hard to do. It's we can say that. On free zone. Uh, but we have tickets to the premiere, the Irish premiere of It Chapter 2 to give away. Uh, all you have to do to win is follow Big Reviewski on Twitter. So it's at Big Reviewski. And then tweet us the exact moment during the show when Pennywise the Clown appears. Jump scare. He will appear at some point in the next 45 minutes to an hour. You just have to tweet us the minute and second. He shows up. It seems simple enough. I'm just scared. He's I'm not just... like jumping out behind the curtains here. And like, well, no. we, we're not giving anything away, but he will appear <laughs> at some point. <laughs> okay. Maybe behind Justine. Yeah, because Maybe that's... right under her chair. I mean, really? Because I can't deal with that. I mean, I'm not going to. Well, that's, that's on you. So you're saying, <laughs> okay. so you're saying th- there's clowns in this show? This clown, it is a clown inhabited show? Yeah. This guy. All went to clown college <laughs> yeah. and now here we are. Okay. So first things first, every week, the big question, yeah. uh, and this week's big question comes from Owen. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, a bit of a scary show this week coming up with Rory's film he's looking forward to the most and Del Toro's uh, latest ability to haunt your dreams. So mm. I'm lighting the mood. We've got good boys in cinema right now. Uh, you were chatting about it last week and also Seth Rogen, so hot right now. Uh-huh. He's got the, the boys, not good boys, another show that's doing quite well. Yeah, A gifted fan. writer and actor. Uh, we also all love, uh, we all love, what was it? Film with Scarlett Theron this year. It was uh, oh, long, long shot. shot. Long shot. Really good. Um, mm. So what is your favourite Seth Mo- Rogen moment in a film he starred in or wrote? Because he's Prolific. He he is a very talented man, both in front of and behind the camera. And you're a big fan. I am a big fan. You want to hug him? I would definitely give him a big hug, a lingering hug that he would be like, okay, that's, that's enough of that that's now. Enough hugging. <laughs> <to see." laughs> 
So the, the yeah. rock's gonna be so jealous. <laughs> yeah. I think the yeah. rock at this point he understands. Justine, she has a lot of love to give to a lot of these folks. Yeah, I'm like, a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, Bo, 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 her Bo, <laughs> Bo is Bo, back there. Bo is he's he's top tier. Is he he's, up there? Yeah, I know we've got Seth. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, Paul, your question. What I, was your answer? Uh, would have known. I think we all kind of would have known him early on, freaks and geeks. But mm. like in terms of his film career. It had to be a uh, 40-year-old virgin when he played Cal. He was such a great supporting cast in that, and comedic actors, Paul Rudd in there. But there was one moment when uh, Steve Carell's character is just talking like, uh, you know, what happens if I tell uh, Catherine Keener, the, the main character Steve Carell was dating, that he's a virgin. And he's like, you know, uh, sweet, she might like that. That means that you don't have mm -hmm. chlamydia. But then, like, well, what if she laughs at me? And then just that instant jump to, like, sheer anger, just makes me laugh all the time, but he's obviously a bumbling idiot, so he instantly takes it back, and nobody does want to punch a woman in the head, nope. but uh, he just instantly jumps in and just like, well, punch her in the head. But uh, <laughs> then he kind of uh, rolls it back in and says, well, punch her emotionally, and trying to uh, dig himself out of the hole, but kind of set the ooh for his character, uh, and also his career, because he's very uh, kind of bumblingly, stupidly on the money with a lot of romantic stuff in his films. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, he does seem kind of clued in for someone who, <laughs> really shouldn't yeah. be. Shouldn't yeah. be. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. this was sort of the uh, the start for me in terms of that kind of persona. And I yeah. just love his his knee jerk reaction. Oh, he looks so young there. But also, he al he already looks forty years old. It's crazy. <laughs> well, here's a clip from the forty year old version. What's gonna go? Tell me. I'm a virgin. Sweet. I like that because you don't have chlamydia, and I know that. And that shit is everywhere. What if she laughs at me, though? Then you punch her in the fucking head if she laughs. I'm not gonna punch her in the head. She's really sweet. No, I mean, you punch her in the fucking head emotionally. Yeah, that's a fantastic scene. Fantastic movie. Uh, I think, yeah, everyone in that is great. Catherine Kinnear. Keener. Keener. She is good. Is Steve a young Jonah aging? Hill. A very, very young Jonah Hill. Buying yeah. those uh, Elton John boots yeah, in the second-hand shop that he can't buy them in. A lot of love for that movie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I went with something a lot more modern, uh, something very, very different. Oh. I went with Sausage Party. Nice. Oh my. Okay. I think Which, I know what you're going with in you... Sausage Party. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's, there, it was hard to like pin down because the thing about this show is <laughs> we have to be particular in the decisions we make because we have as wide an audience as we can possibly get. Mm -hmm. So when you have a film like Sausage Party, where there, there are some particular scenes that even though it's food, yeah. it's yeah. still... Animated sex. Overtly scenes. sexual. Yeah, sex? totally. That was a full-on orgy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> full-on food orgy, <laughs> yeah. which normally is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But um, not in this case. So yeah. here's, a, here's a short enough clip from, uh, from Sausage Party, which even in its brevity is bleeped to death. Yes, I'm the first to enter eternity. Oh, potato, way to go, buddy! The pipes, the pipes are caught. Oh, Jesus! Oh, gummy skin! She's peeling me Yeah, I remember seeing that film on a date, and uh, we had a lot to talk about after the date. Did you go for sausages? food afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was good, good times. Um, I didn't go for Sausage Party, but I too struggled with picking 
a scene that didn't have a lot of cursing. He likes to curse. He yeah, does. he does. He does. Um, and when it's not cursing, it's drugs. And when it's not drugs, it's sex. Yeah, there's that's his trilogy. Yeah. Her trinity. You can see trilogy. why he's got fans in the room. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I went for super bad. Okay. okay. So he doesn't have. He's like a sideline. Well, no. Kind of a sideline character. Now, yeah. the two yeah. main duo in this film is Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah. But I think the two actors of Bill Hader and Seth Rogen in this film are bloody fantastic. Mm. I'm sure and it's uh, Hill and uh, Sarah based on Rogen and the writer, mm. Greg Mattel, yeah. They're based on him. Amazing. So he plays Officer Michaels in the film and Officer Slater is played by Hader. And I just think they are fantastic throughout this mm. as like kind of looking out for McLovin and the ending scene where they help him look like such a badass bringing him out of the party I wanted to pick that scene but there was way too much curse and I was like Fair. our editor is going to have an ordeal Fair. so I just picked where they land on the scene as the most incompetent police officers in the world oh, yeah. uh, and try and get a report from the cashier of what happened this is beautiful salted the customer grabbed the cash and ran out so how is, how, how, how say when Height-wise. I'm going to start up here. Just tell me when. I'll start in the bottom. And... Whatever 5'10 is, he was 5'10. Ethnically, I mean, did what... Um, I mean, was he, was he like a, us or... A woman? No. Female? No, uh, no, 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 no. I would say... Was he like what? Uh, what? African? Af was he African? African. African. No. He was American and he was like you. He looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just Wait, like okay. him. Okay, Jew. It's an odd crime for a Jew to yeah, commit. Yeah, I'm pretty docile. Okay, so we have an African Jew wearing a hoodie. No, you don't. No. no, that's not what I said. Is that what you heard me say? I said he looked like you. Do you look like an African Jew? No, I look like a cop. Yeah. So, just also to point out that when I was looking this up, this film came out in 2007. Feeling old. I feel so ancient. Oh. That's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how old, how old is McLovin now? He must be in his 50s. Oh my God. Like according to his... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. He's still in Hawaii out there. Yeah. Uh, Making that Irish R&B music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you are, you oh. seal. It's, it's just a Sexy hamburger. There's just a lot. There's yeah. a lot to enjoy. There's so many jokes like... Um, All in a row. That was such an iconic film. Like I would still quote that are people, you know, there was just so many references to that that have just made it into... Culture, pop culture. Yeah. Rogan started writing that at 13. What? Yeah, with your man. Um, uh, is it Evan Goldberg? Evan Goldberg is it, yeah. apparently, yeah. 13. What were you doing at 13? Watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, they're all fantastic picks. If you have any favourite particular scenes from Seth Rogan's filmography, massive, massive filmography, do let us know on Ask Big Reviewski. Uh, Seth, if you're watching, you let us know what your favourite uh, yeah. Seth Rogen scene was to act in or write or produce or whatever. Place a sausage. Sh Listen. Yeah. Far be it for me to judge. Um, <laughs> next, big trailer. Oh, yeah. And I think we, as a collective, have discussed this previously uh, as a concept. You're a massive Amelia Clark fan. Yes. Yes. I'm familiar with her work. Yes. Massive George Michael fan? Massive oh, Bridesmaids fan? Oh, yeah. Are you assuming yeah. I don't like George Michael No, no, as well? no. I'm just trying to, try to get like... Uh, wham, to get, wham, wham is my jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Freedom, freedom by Wham. Wake me up yeah. before you yeah. go. 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's good life advice too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so collectively, very, very excited for Last Christmas, which is uh, a, a Christmas movie with Amelia Clark mm-hmm. to the music of George Michael, directed, directed by the guy behind right. Bridesmaids, written by Emma Thompson. <gasps> And starring Emma Thompson. <coughs> starring Emma Thompson too, yeah. And also, it seems like half the cast of Crazy Rich Asians are in there. Um, now, here's the thing. We're going to go to the trailer first, and mm-hmm. then when we come back, we're going to have a relatively spoiler-free conversation because I have I have some thoughts. <laughs> I have some thoughts mm-hmm. about this trailer. Here is the first trailer for Last Christmas. What? Jesus. Where'd you come from? Well, what are you looking at? Might be a falcon. Oh, damn it. Uh, I think you just pooed in your eye. Yeah, I think so. It's good luck, you know. What is? Getting pooed on my bed. I'm busy, you're weird. Goodbye. You've missed five doctor's appointments. Mum is scared. So, uh, tell me about the sleep. She Fun. never sleeps. Exercise? Religious Not thing. at all. Alcohol? Oh, she's drinking like the pirate. Well, okay, fine. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you so much for your time. Let's go, Mum. So, the yesterday trailer, I had ideas. Mm, I did. was not yeah, wrong. You were, yeah. Definitely not right, but not mm. not out In of the, the right realms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have I have some thoughts about the character of uh, Henry Golding, who is the the handsome love interest in this, um, and I've revealed them to you both, and I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil anything for anyone who doesn't have the same ideas but if you watch the trailer it does seem like it seems pretty obvious to me mm. when you say, said it I'm like oh my god how did I not see that yeah, I hope I'm wrong I'd like to be wrong I'd like to be wrong in the same way I was wrong about yesterday and that I wasn't wrong but it still, it still managed to surprise me mm. this is really if I go see this film I'm going to be thinking about that the whole way through mm. now but it does look really funny. It looks really yeah. good, yeah. It, looks, it doesn't look very cynical for a rom-com. It looks actually quite original. She looks very cynical. I think her character yes. is super. She's like, I hate Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. this job. Um, but it, she's I, perfect for comedy. Like, if you mm. see her, I know Game of Thrones is very serious. If you ever see any Emilia Clarke interview, I think we had her for Solo, she is just, just infectious, giddy energy. Yeah. So she's perfect for something like this. I When I chatted to Emma Thompson for Late Night, she said... Exactly the same thing. She was like, Amelia Clark is one of the funniest people I've ever met, and she definitely needs to do more comedy because mm. she's got such perfect timing. Um, and she's not afraid to make a fool of herself, which is very important Aww, if you want to be funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this film is, on top of being very funny, I am I am definitely going to cry watching this film. <laughs> yeah. Like in, oh, in yeah. a way that like you ugly cry during Emma Thompson's scene during Love Actually. And I have mm-hmm. a general theory about Christmas films that even if they're good, because it's Christmassy, you almost give it an extra star because it's like timeless. It stays with you longer. If, it, if it's a if good, it's good one. like yeah. Yeah. even if you, you go that extra way if, if it registers, because like Christmas films just stay with you in a way that yeah. other films don't. Yeah, because there's no other film where you're like, oh, what time of year will I watch this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas when it's Christmas, you're like, I'm going to watch... Like, I could feel this could compete with Love Actually for me because that's where I'm yes. putting it on, yes. like, what I'd yes. compare to. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, I cried watching Love Actually, even though I oh, know yeah. it's trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we got a bird crapping in her eye here. I'm there. That's not you know? to love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Last Christmas is out very, very smartly on the 15th of November. So there's a full six mm. weeks of watching this before Christmas. Uh, so and it's also got George Michael music in it. That's not to love. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, I'm very, I'm, 
They don't have to wake I'm, I'm up. I'm too excited for it, to be honest, because yeah. I yeah. love a good rom-com. But now I'm excited for Christmas. No. This is what's... No. No, no it's this August. Is, no, you need to get a grip. But, this isn't, this isn't the Christmas... Can own a free zone and a Christmas free zone as well. Yeah, we're not, we, zone, yeah. we do not talk generally about Christmas until Halloween's over. Yeah, true. So you and can just... Penny is popping out at some point during the show, so... Or is he? Could be under your chair right now. It's freaking me out, honestly, like, so... Stop. <laughs> No, he uh, he may or may not appear. I don't know. No, he definitely will because otherwise we can't get the tickets away. But that is last Christmas this November. Very very excited. Um, yeah, all excited to see that. Yeah, oh, can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, this week's big interview. It really is big because he's it's, it's as big as it gets. He's huge. He's a huge huge man. And charming. Oh yeah, and he I'm sat right there. Right there, uh, Lou Ferrigno from. From the Incredible Hulk, from uh, what's that show that I don't like and everyone else loves? Oh, King of Queens. Yes. Um, from I Love You Man, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. Oh, I mean, I love you, man. Slay. Oh, he's fantastic. Best um, wedding party I've ever seen in any cinema, <laughs> in any film. Fair. Great. Mm. He uh, he came he came into the big reviews he set to talk because he was over for Dublin Comic Con last week, um, and. The, loads of people from Joe came over they just to did. it was the busiest set I've ever seen uh, but they were really here just Aww. to shake his hand and have photos and he was the most accommodating uh, lovely man just gen- like literal gentle giant ever sure, so he's got some stories he was pumping iron with Ernie wasn't he in that as well he was yeah. yeah like we over the course the full interview is up on uh, Joe's YouTube page right now but we talked about his time with Ernie pumping iron we, he was the personal trainer for Michael Jackson leading wow. up to his fast, his last ever world tour uh, he, he's a very he's a very very interesting life he had lots to say about Steven Seagal Interesting. Nothing hugely positive, but he had lots to say. Because we were talking about the the recent uh, contracts where... Oh, the state and the rock, yeah. People can't get hit too much or they can't lose Mm -hmm. fights or whatever. And I I asked him what his opinion was and he was very forthcoming about that. But the two clips we're going to show you today, the first one is... We don't do this for anyone, but we changed the studio to green while we were talking about the Hulk. Magic. And he really really enjoyed the... (laughs) It, to be fair, it's just it's Aww. a few buttons, but like he he was fully on board for the little bit of effort that went into that. Like, and the, what a gent! Yeah. So I wanted to know, and that when we come back, I'll want to know from you as well, who he thought was the best Bruce Banner, because we've had a few. We've had Eric mm-hmm. Banner, uh, Edward <laughs> Norton, and uh, Mark Ruffalo, obviously. So I asked him who he thought the best big screen uh, Bruce Banner was. How how do you? feel those directors kind of took care of that character? Because obviously you must feel plenty of ownership uh, for who he is. Well, when Ang Lee first did the Hulk, I was disappointed because I wanted him to use me for motion capture because I know how the Hulk moved, but he did himself. Mm-hmm. And the Hulk was too cartoonish. But uh, you know, he's a wonderful director. But then over the years, uh, as more it evolved, it became uh, much more believable. But what's interesting is like, when you see these directors, like for example, like Edward Norton was wonderful because they're very close to kind of like Bill Bixby's character. But the good thing about this series I've done, every episode had a laser compelling message about life. It's not you see the Hulk, you learn something about life. Mm. Like anxiety, depression, homicide, different things. So that's why if you, you can't compare, with, today compared to the series, so different because of more special effects. But I think eventually it's going to have to come back because people want a good story. 
Yeah. Simple. I mean, like, believable, the connection. Well, he uh, he obviously still has a lot of love for the original TV show version uh, of Bruce Banner, but if you had to pick? I love Mark Ruffalo, so... You want to hug him too? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. does have a kind of Seth Rogen-y vibe, now does. that I think about it. The hair sometimes yeah. he grows it out, it's a bit similar, yeah. so... He is yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I think Norton was the best performance Ruffalo made the be- was in the better films. Mm, okay. That's very political. Yes. Mm. Poor Eric Banner. Just completely cast aside. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think I, I dug, because the Hulk is meant to be like a, like a little bit scary. I remember mm. when I yeah. watched it when I was young, they repeated it on the telly and stuff. I was just, I was afraid. Oh, of yeah. Like, they really scary. Really yeah, it Now he's just kind of like a do do do. I'm in Thor Ragnarok um, and I'm bopping like fists. American Werewolf in London vibe when he loses it. Like exactly. Just exactly. Off, Where yeah. that's kind of gone away a bit. And I think uh, maybe the very first Avengers, there was a little bit scary because he was chasing Black Widow. Oh through, yes, through the, the pipe works. And yeah, all that stuff, th- yeah, there was something kind of scary about that. And ever since then, yeah. Ever since then, it's become a bit like homogenized and safe and stuff. But mm. uh, yeah, like I have a lot of time for for Ruffalo as well. Yeah. He does seem like a good hugger too, so I, I understand. Yeah. Um, and the other thing we talked about when the lights went back to red. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> There's a huge spider in the studio. Okay, guys, I can't take this. A spider on top of Penny at some point. I'm, I'm out. Come on. These things come in three. What the hell is the third thing going to be? It's a huge. That's terrifying. <laughs> Get him on. I can see it coming out the corner of my eye. Ah! <laughs> oh, I didn't need that. No, that was terrifying. <laughs> um, thanks for your help. I could have been, I could have been killed. Uh, yes, when the lights went back to red, back to normality, we uh, discussed "I Love You, Man" and. Basically, I was like, is there going to be another I Love You Man sequel? I Love You Man 2, but T-O-O. I Love You Man more. Oh, yeah. I Love You Too, man. Toots, I don't know. Just be Toots McGoats or Toots McGoots. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Jobin strikes back. There's money. <laughs> He's in the suit, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I was like, have you talked to Paul at all mm. about Paul Rudd? Sorry. No. Uh, at all about, um, he runs all his ideas by Paul. <laughs> that, that'd be great. Get me in there. I think if you, if you were to write an I Love You Man sequel, I would, I would, I watch, would, that. I would watch that too. I love and you. then review it on the show. I Love You More, man. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's probably it, yeah. Uh, but has there been any conversation at all about the sequel? And uh, he gave us some hope, you guys. Ooh. Yay! Love Lou. <sighs> Everyone, every single person I spoke to said how much they love I Love You Man. That was a funny movie. That is a fantastic movie and you're fantastic in it. And everyone wants to know, has there been any conversation at all about getting that guy back together for any kind of sequel or anything like that? Well, I talked to Paul what they want to do, but I think it's a different time ever because the movie is about romance and bromance. And I think it's a different situation. I talked to Paul Rudd about it a year ago, and there's a chance I'd love to do it again because, you know, John Hamburg, who directed uh, Zoolander and uh, Meet the Fockers, he contacted me and said, I wrote a great script when you were in mind. I read the script. I said, I love it. There'll be add more towards the end of the wedding scene. But I knew because when I did King of Queens and I get to play myself, so it was great to play myself as 
character in the movie, I Love You, Man, because they're trying to sell my house. But it's funny that one of the most famous scenes when I have to choke hold, and as I'm choking Jake's in secret, I say, don't fight it, don't fight it, and he's going down. That's why when I do a lot of these conventions, people say, girls say, oh, could you put my boyfriend in a chokehold <laughs> for a picture? Girl, girls want you to knock their boyfriends out? Yeah. Fantastic. I'm, why? I'm telling you, they say, they say squeeze hard, squeeze hard. <laughs> so, yeah. He, he, they have spoke about it. Paul Rudd really wants to do a sequel, so that's exciting. That'd be deadly. Great. Yeah, yeah. it would have to be about Jason Siegel getting married, getting married, yeah, or like Paul Rudd having a kid or something like that. And maybe I, like yeah. getting God. a divorce. Yeah, oh. that'd be oh, sad. I'm sorry. Jason get married. Jason get married. Jason get married. Yeah, yeah I would. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Or yeah, Lou Ferrigno get married. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. I like that. I want that to be the thing. Write that, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you have it. Exclusive. Uh, yeah. So, watch the full interview. It's up on Joe's YouTube channel right now. Um, it was. It was. A, it was a lovely old chat. He's a lovely Aww. man. And he kept the seat warm for me, so that was nice. He, it was nice for him. Like it was a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. So still warm. It just goes to show you how, how much body he had. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna review some new movies. Now. Not just Ooh, any movies, yes. Rory. No, You're well, very well. Uh, this. I've been talking about this for over a year, I think. Yeah. So much so that you're best us. Yes. The yeah, I am. Uh, the, the lovely Rasmussen brothers. But doesn't influence your review in any way, Absolutely shape or form. Absolutely not, no. Impartial to the end. I have, I have to be. Otherwise, I can't be trusted. But mm -hmm. uh, they wrote Crawl, which was directed by Alexandra Aja, who... Hills of Ice uh, and uh, Switchblade Switch Romance, Romance yeah. was the one two punch that got everyone's attention. And then uh, recently, Piranha 3D, Piranha I like 3D, Piranha. I, I really like Piranha 3D. Uh, and then Horns and Mirrors. So he's. Um, have you any interest in seeing this, Justine? I do. Okay. Honestly. Tell me why, because you are not a horror fan. Because it kind of reminds me, and I don't know if you're going to take this as an insult or what, but a okay. bit like Sharknado. Everyone says this. Just because yeah. of the bizarrety of it, right? And I recently saw a film called Attack of the Killer Donuts, right? A very, very long, long search on the internet brought me to this film. Okay. And it was just so bizarre and over the top that I loved it. Mm. And it was meant to be scary. No, it wasn't because I can't stand horror. Um, but I just got more involved in the, the bizarrety and over the top that I was like, this is funny, I'm enjoying this. So I can see me getting on board with this. Well... Here's a clip from Crawl, and hopefully you'll understand why that's entirely wrong. <laughs> okay. Grab your families, your loved ones, and get out. Dad! We won't be able to come for you. Dad! Uh, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's super duper violent. Yeah, no, Yay. no, I'm uh, not for me. Yeah, I know, well, I, Paul is, uh, no, Paul's no, a big fan no of uh, big screen violence. And it's an untapped genre, the alligator, alligator flick. Just, I think the last one that I kind of mostly remember is Lake Placid, yeah. and that was a comedy. Then you had like, was it like Chubbs Peterson losing his hand in Happy Gilmore, you had like Crocodile oh, Denny, yeah. not alligators, but yeah. in the same film. Mm. Yeah, they're an untapped 
resource for her. Yeah, well, hopefully after this, uh, people will, will come around to it again because it, it's, uh, it's the story of a girl who, she hasn't heard from her dad, uh, goes to investigate his house because there's a massive, like, Category 5 hurricane. She gets there, he's unconscious in the basement with a big gash, and she's like, what happened? And then a, an alligator appears and tries to eat them both, and they can't get out of... Well, it's not the basement, it's the crawl space. That's where ah, crawl comes from. Because they can't, you can't actually... They can't stand up. It's, that, it's like about four feet tall. So the whole film is more or less set in... The diehard chamber. teeny, tiny, dark that's room. That's genuinely a great premise. Yeah. It's a really good premise. As, as, the, as the hurricane continues and it starts to slowly fill with water and more and more alligators yeah. just deciding to use this particular space as their new nest. Uh, that's, that's the whole lot. It is... I think 81 minutes long, like comes and goes like that. As I mentioned, so incredibly violent. There's Yay. scenes in this where even I was like, oh, <laughs> this is this is tough to watch. Um, Caius Scaldario, sorry, uh, is really, really good. You might know her from Skins from years ago. She yeah, was also in the Maze Runner series, yeah. uh, but this I think could be like her big, her big break because uh, she's fantastic in this. Barry Pepper's really good too. I just really, really wish they'd done like a gravity or uh, like a buried where they just kind of left her on her own. Mm. Or even if the dad was there, the dad was unconscious for the whole thing and she had to, because any time they stopped to talk, I was like, Ugh. More crackers, was, more alligators. Exactly. And they, yeah. when they do talk, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that the script is thin. Like, yeah, uh, it was thin and just, uh, it was just like crocodiles. But like, uh, nope, you, alligators. You don't want Massive exposition. You don't need big names for this. Just nope. if it's gory, yep. if it looks believable, mm -hmm. it, and does it? The special effects are really good. The, the alligators look real. Um, with the hurricanes hitting, that that looks impressive too. Uh, Tense? At times, incredibly, yeah. But again, anytime they stop to talk, you're like, just shut up. <laughs> just stop talking and just get on with it so mm. we can move on with our lives to the next bit where you, you know, mm. you've gassed yourself open again. Um, like I said, really, really, really short film. So even if you hate it, it's over before you've even mm -hmm. had enough time to care about but it. I really so. like the trailer. It looked like they actually put a bit of money into it as opposed to like, oh, we're playing this for laughs and yeah. tongue cheeks. It's like, no, it's a proper, tight, claustrophobic, mm. gory horror. Yeah, no, yeah. there's there's a lot to like. Um, and yeah, there's just, there's, it is. It's like, it's like a very quick kind of ghost train thing where it's like, bleh, violence. And then it's over. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I had fun with it. By no means perfect. It's not silly like Sharknado. Yeah. So if you're expecting that, not I probably shouldn't me. have told you. Because then you would have gone okay, would have come out like pale crying. and just... What, what, yeah. huh? <laughs> that could be the sequel. Like, you know, alligators in a tornado. Next one. Alli actually physically in them this time. Alanado? Alanado. Crawlnado. Mm. Crawlnado is not mm. bad. Yeah. You're paying attention, Hollywood? Crawlnado right here? Second bite. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, pushed it. Yikes. <laughs> um, so that's crawl. Uh, moving from one... Crawling to the next one? <laughs> you deserved this. Yeah. You just brought this yeah. I double yeah. down. Like, I roll the dice and just, you know, you play the hands. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Crawling from one <laughs> scary movie... He likes it. Scary movie to another. Uh, it's... Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which is not the romantic comedy you would believe it to be from the title. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's Guillermo del Toro, who is, 
He's a fancy Oscar winner now, folks, he so is. he doesn't have time. Oh, God. Sorry, I've just seen the trailer <laughs> and I freaked. For the fish porn film. Yes. <laughs> the fish sticks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't have time for this, so he only wrote it and produced it. Uh, it's Lazy. set in 1968 um, and tells the story of a group of kids who go into a haunted house. On Halloween. On Halloween. Discover a book written in children's blood. Oh, stuff. Who hasn't found something like that before. And proceeds to read through it. Uh, Didn't watch The Evil Dead? Well, it's 1968. Oh, yeah. See? Um, proceeds to re read through it and then discover that more stories are being added to it. Oh, by no one no. in particular. They just seem to be appearing, but they're about all these kids mm. and all their worst nightmares are coming true. So if you think... Guillermo del Toro hasn't been watching it chapter one and Stranger Things you're wrong because it's kids on bikes running away from scary stuff here is a clip from scary stories to tell in the dark I don't think I can watch this not even the trailer mm. alright I can't turn it off <laughs> some people believe if we repeat stories often enough they become real They make us who we are. That can be scary. Eat it, Harold. Oh no, 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 that's not okay. This, so yeah, oh, while we were watching that, Justine, I think, was having conniptions here. And true, did you see a bit of it? Yeah, I mean, I tried. Was it the foot or was it the scarecrow? What was the it? The foot and the maggots out the scarecrow's eyes. Yeah. And then something there with a bloody hair coming out somewhere. I'm not okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. There's just a lot going on today in this episode. We were attacked, you're testing we were attacked by spiders. Yeah. Pennywise. Penny. I'm just on the edge some, anyway. Has he been already? Who knows? And this. And now this. You poor thing. And is this any good? Um. Okay. So when the scary stories are happening, it's really good. Uh, the Scarecrow one is fantastic. There's one called The Red Room where it's like a pale white woman and uh, she's one of the creepiest things I've ever seen in a movie. She's just so, so unsettling. Uh, and then there's a few other ones. And they're all like the scary stories themselves are quite good. It's kind of like a movie is, is telling like an anthology of mini short okay. stories that are connected by one of the worst scripts I've ever... No. There's one, uh, there's one bit in particular where the girl, after she finds the book, it's like, you don't read the book. The book reads you. Oh, I almost no. eye rolled Didn't. so hard. I almost passed out. It was. Oh, no. Uh, and the the uh, the lead actress, the the young girl, she's not given a lot of good mm. stuff to do. She's she, it's everything so emotional that like a really any fun you might have is taken away until you get back to the next scary story. Uh, and it, it it looks great. The the scary stories themselves are quite original. They're not like, oh, it's just... Well, that's something you'd always think with Del Toro mm. stuff. It's mm. like the monsters from Pan's Labyrinth, Devil's Backbone, one of my favourite horrors ever made. Mm. Uh, he does... I think he keeps like a little diary and he just jots down all these horrible things that he dreams of and imagines he is such an original thinker. But like the concepts and the designs are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original yeah. enough, yeah. Yeah, like there's a... There, like you'd almost watch... Just this, this scary stories bits, and mm. then just zip forward through. Kind of like VHS, like you'd prefer it like that. Yeah, like mm. remember again with VHS, it would come back to 
the story that was connected to them all and you were like I don't it was care. only like 10 minutes of an hour and a half like compressed you know that was but yeah. this this is this is is really trying to pin it to a backbone of of a plot mm. and it was just like I don't care about this mm. um and there's also a weird like it's on the eve of Richard Nixon getting I think reelected mm. and I'm like is that is that a, a Trump thing is that meant to be like a like a a modern mirror or something mm. it was everything about it was a bit oh. kind of uh, but when it stuck to the scary stuff it was really, really good. And there's one monster at the very end that people in the audience lost it. They absolutely, because he's proper creepy. Like mm. he's one of, this, one of the creepiest stuff Del Toro's come up with for a while. Yeah, there she is. Do you see her? Oh my God, that <laughs> yeah. was terrifying. She is not a nice lady. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> would, there, uh, <laughs> would there be potential to kind of like Conjuring Universe-esque, like they've set spin it up, them off? They've, like, they've set it up. The ending is set up for like potential sequels. I don't mm. know how much money this one's made in America. I mm. don't think it's a huge amount. But I, from what I understand, it also didn't cost a lot of money to make. I think it, there's um, a market there because like the Goosebumps films, as good as they were, mm. did lean very kind of kiddie friendly and the House with the Clock and Swallows was good, but it was mm. still kind of veering on that side of like, we'll scare kids, but we won't traumatise them. Yeah. Whereas this, the villains you are mentioning, might actually... Haunt people's dreams. Yeah, well, like, they're ha gonna haunt your dreams. Oh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The trailer alone is. Yeah, with yeah. no audio. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those ones, they were meant to scare like adults. Four year olds, yeah. seven year olds. <laughs> this one will probably scare some adults. There is definitely some good scares in there as well. So uh, it's, it's, if you're a horror fan, absolutely, Justine, I know. I'm sorry. Any, no, uh, any um, blood or is it kind of. Um, doesn't go for blood, that type of horror, does no, it? No, it it's not really. No, there is some, there is some like. Body horror, but okay. I don't think there's I don't think there's any blood or, or gore, but they do get around that in a yeah. in a very very interesting way. Well, then it should do quite well, I'd imagine, if it plays to a bigger audience. Yeah, it's still like 15s a here, and I think that's because even though there's no blood, like there's still a high death count. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, which I was totally on board for. I was like, good, great. Um, yeah, and. You, you, Justine is still not she's you not know, in the room you're saying you know this is 15s I can't imagine me as a 15 year old what would have happened to me but this is like it's not even 15s it's 15s A that means like anyone you under 15 can go as long as they're with someone over 18 oh. so like you're you done. know <laughs> were you not a Goosebumps fan and stuff when you were younger N not a chance I remember when I was 12 actually that I went to go see Austin Powers in the cinema but it was 15s <laughs> no, it was 15th and they won't let me in. But they said, hey, Eight-Legged Freaks is on and your dad's here. You can go to that. And it was 12s with an adult. That's why that spider over there terrified me, first off. Right. And secondly, that traumatised me. I, I'm still... And that was my birthday treat. I had <laughs> the worst birthday of my life. And I just wanted to see Austin Powers, which would have been a funny movie and a great time for everyone. And it had Beyonce. <laughs> what, what, you know what I mean? And I... And here we, are, here we are, all these years later. Yeah, so... Well, I'm sorry to have brought that terrible memory <laughs> But it was nice to share for everyone yeah, watching. Yeah, it was free therapy. I'm glad I got that yeah. out. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, so that's scary stories to tell in the dark. Last one this week, we're going to zip through it really quickly. We can't go to a clip of Pain and Glory because it's in foreign. Um, and if you can't see the subtitles, if you're listening on the podcast, you can't, uh, you don't know mm, what anyone's saying. Unless up, you, can, you can reenact it. Unless you can speak Spanish. Um, Spanish? Could I reenact it? It's, my what? Spanish is uh, El Bado. <laughs> 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 uh, it is the new one from Pedro Almovedar, who is one of those kind of geniuses if you go to see anything 
that isn't in the English language. Like if you if you've seen any of some, you know he's mm. he's quite brilliant. Woman on top's great. It is yeah. it's fantastic. Uh, what's it, the skin I live in? Yeah, that was was, good. was amazing too. What's the one? Volver didn't. Uh, yeah, Penelope Cruz won an Oscar for Volver, was it? Who or was the Penelope Cruz win an Oscar for uh, Volver? Or was she nominated? She might have been nominated. Okay. I can't I can't recall that. Something. Mm. She's in this. Uh, during flashback scene, she plays the mother of Antonio Banderas, uh, and he thinks back to his happier times with his mother, um, and he is essentially playing, essentially playing Pedro Almodovar, who uh, late in life develops a heroin habit, like really late in life, oh. is like, well, you know, I have I've done pretty much everything, so heroin it is, uh, and he uh, he feels it might help um, cr- get the creative juices flowing again. Uh, and he is opened up to a lot of memories and starts to cross paths with a lot of people from his life that he's kind of like shut out for different reasons. Banderas is amazing in it, absolutely amazing. If he's not nominated for Best Actor at the Oscars, it would be a huge shock because he is beyond good. Mm. Uh, and I will probably end up getting either nominated or picking up Best Foreign Language Feature as well. It's very, very funny, but also I cried like three times watching this. So wow. a real emotional roller coaster. It's one of the best films I've seen all year, um, which is why I had to mention it at all. Because if you can get to see it and you're looking for something very different, uh, do go see it because it is hmm. El Goodo. It's great because the poster threw me off. I saw it was a really bad poster. It's a weak poster. Yeah. It's like a 90s rom com yeah. poster. Uh, I can. It's like something Jennifer Aniston would be in. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a Long Came Polly 2 or something. But yeah. like. Yeah, I can understand why it's a tough, tough sell because, like, how do you sell that film? Mm. A director, it's a really good cast. Yeah, well, yeah, like it's it's, but like the story, people were like, it's what a, a director who's finding it tough to make a uh, film. People know Al Motivar, like they they, they, they would a, know him. A, enough people would know, but mm. like the 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 goal here, people is to get people who don't know mm. to possibly True. go see it. That's, maybe that's why they watch our show and listen exactly. to your review. Yeah. Exactly. So that's Pain and Glory. Uh, to be honest, I would recommend all three. Great. Uh, not a bad one in the bunch. Like, Pain and Glory is the best one of the three. But the other two, if you're looking for, like, brain off Friday night. Maggots, alligators, heroin. I'm going to have to go for heroin in this, in this scenario. All I think three. we should all just stop saying heroin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just as a general rule of thumb, yeah. just... Let's not bring that up again. Mm. Um, so that's the reviews of this week. Um, it's competition time. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the high clue is is own Doherty's baby. Oh, we all know yeah, this. Yeah, we that's do. True. So he birthed the high clue. So this is this is quite the thing. Can we guess? Can we get last week's one up on screen? So it's Stark and Bruce all pals up to uncovering truth. Strange, Strange Girl yeah. follows leads. I did get this one. Did you Stark, did review? Stark and Bruce, all pals. Yeah. Let me think. I'm not going to think about it here. No. Yeah, you but this is it. last week's one. So Stark and Bruce, I would think Stark would be like like Tony Stark, like Robert Downey Jr., Bruce. Wrong Stark. Wrong Stark. Okay. Howard Stark. And Bruce, all pals, Bruce Willis, Howard Stark. No. Bruce Dominic Banner. Coop, the Dominic oh, Coopers. Wrong, Howard Stark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, the answer is Spotlight. Isn't it? Yes. There you go. Oh, my God. 
oh, this whole thing is a shambles without own, because I'm just like, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it is, because it says on the screen. Yes, own always it's, says. It's, yeah, it's the answer, because own said it was the answer. Can we get the last one up again? So it was Stark and Bruce. That's Howard Stark. Yeah. Is uh, John Slattery. Yes. Bruce is Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yeah. Old pals, yeah. Up to Uncovering Truth, so that's their job. Uncovering in, Truth. In Spotlight. And Strange Girl is Rachel McAdams. Dr. Strange's girlfriend. Yeah. Follows leads. I'd say uh, Strange Girls, and she was Mean Girls as well. Yeah, yeah. she was. So I'm, I'm sure Owen has more meat in that lasagna that he can tell us about he next time. He made the lasagna, so the person that makes it has to explain it. That's, yeah. That's the rule. That's, but that's, that, that's how I understood it to be. I'm sure there's probably more to it than that. It's but. probably Showgirls. It probably is Showgirls. Yeah, like but it, it said Spotlight. It did say screen. Spotlight, yeah. so thank So we have to go away now. Uh, so that was last week's one. Congratulations to the winners. We will let you know via Twitter. Don't forget about our... It's chapter two thing because you have to follow and tweet us. Yeah. Has he showed up yet? We don't know. Well, I'm I'll still never alive, tell. So mm. maybe you're Pennywise pretending to be Justine. Pennywise is the friends we made. Like all I'm pretending along. to be Owen. Mm-hmm. So. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so onto this week's high clue. Now I don't know. I haven't been given the answer. To this Owen just left this on my desk and then. Off he went. Well, we have to do the, the, the count first. Oh, yeah. Yes, so, yes, you ready? Yes, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll call it out. Yeah. Santa's gift of life. Mm-hmm. No shock, the goat that... No, no. No shock, the goat gets the goat one-armed butt holder. So, Santa's gift... So, Santa's apostrophe F. Mm-hmm. Uh, apostrophe S. Uh, the first goat, no shock, the goat, G-O-A-T, is all in capitals, gets the goat, which is just spelt in normal, and one-armed butt-holder. Now, I've got that one. I haven't dwelled on the thing with Santa's gift of life, no shock, the goat gets the goat. Oh, yes, yes, I have it, yeah. Good. Yes. Um, yeah, so if you've got that uh, be sure to tweet us or it will be going up on Instagram as well and mm-hmm. uh, we will pick winners next week and you'll get some lovely passes to go to Omniplex Cinemas if you don't already have your Omnipass which you should because it's great but if you haven't then free tickets alright um, so that's the competition the 8th one is is still working its way through the system or has has, has or hasn't I don't know Spiders, maybe he jumped out on me it's so traumatic gone. we forgot yeah. yeah, that can happen. You can really forget you traumatic shut, events. Shut the brain down. Yeah. I was like, that was too scary. <laughs> I it's gotta like, do it a lot. It's like when Justine watched the scary stories trailer. She's yeah. like, that's gone. I'm forever. Like, watch trailer. Play it again first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. Ooh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, well, that's it for this week's show. Next week, we have the informer, which I'm having a hard time not calling a the informant mm. or the imposter. Yeah, it's the informer. Films that have already been made. Yeah. Yes. Mm. This is Joel Kinnaman's new undercover thriller with like a pretty decent cast like Rosamund Pike and mm. uh, Clive Owen. So we will be reviewing that one and possibly have it, an interview with the star and director of Crawl, Kaya Scaldario and Alexandra Ooh. Aja. That could be next week too. Hopefully next week there will be no Pennywise. Thank God. Hopefully next week there will be no spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully next week there will be an own. Yes, I was thinking. Yeah. It could be a no. Um, it could be a no. no the show own. must go on. <laughs> Can we do this whole show again <laughs> oh, with the hope that that never happens? Is there any chance at all we can edit Justine? <laughs> 
That's my payback for all the horror stuff, all right? That's it, okay? That was a, that was a different level of horror, that was. So. Oh, good God. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, but not to just eat. That's, that's it now. We're not talking ever again. You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe. Brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas.